Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to my Monday rainy afternoon um, Chin Chat Corner episode. Surprisingly, it is 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's pretty nasty out here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And so starts another week for our shows. Um, this week, I'm very, very proud to start my week off speaking by this absolutely beautiful, talented, blonde-haired, lovely young lady, if I could talk today, by the name of Nicolette, or should I say Nicolette Sings, or various just various versions of Nicolette. So, without further ado, since she's already in the hole, let's get her on the line and start chatting with her. Nicolette? Yes, hi. Hi. Oh, my God, you sound so young. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well, actually. I've been sitting here looking at your picture for the last couple of hours and talking about you. So, I'm excited <laughs> that you're on the air so I can talk to you myself. Thank you, and um, I'm excited, too. Well, I've got some doozies for you, so we'll kind of see how you answer some of these things. I'm curious because you're a young artist, which I, I usually do a lot of young artists on the show, and especially ones that are up and coming like yourself. So we want to kind of find out some things about you. But I wanted to start off um, just to share with you that I carry such a, a pride and a pleasure to have people such as yourself. First of all, you're from New York, and I have tons of yeah. friends who are wonderful and talented, which is kudos number one to you on that. And especially, I have such a recognition and respect for talents that evolve at a youthful age, such as yourself, because I know you started young, too, obviously. So yeah. it kind of sets the stage. I think you, or individuals like you, kind of set the stage for other young ladies out there to kind of follow in that example. So kudos to you on that, too. I, I think that's amazing. I'm, I'm really impressed with Thank what you. I've seen with you so far. Oh, Thank you're welcome. You so much. Not at all. Oh, and she's so damn cute, I can't even stand it. It's ridiculous. I'm like, oh, God, look at all these pictures. She's gorgeous. My friends are going to be in love with her. Aw, thank but, you. Yeah, I'm already getting the comments, and they're like, where's she from? I'm like, let's go to New York, and we'll find out. So let's kind of start at the beginning. Um, I right, know cool. that you kind of grew up listening to melodies from people such as Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, which are great influences, of course. Yes. Now. When you've got sound like that resonating in your house right from the get-go, it must be in some way a means to prompt you to commence singing. So I know age five, obviously, even though you're not finely tuned to perform yet, you chose to start singing at that age and you chose to start doing home plays as you got a little bit older. So maybe yeah. just explain to us your progression from becoming right. a yeah. youthful child well, singer. Yeah, I mean, I started at such a young age. I knew that I wanted to be a pop singer ever since I was like six years old. I would have plays for my family. You know, they would be over, and I would sing and dance for them, and I always want to be, in you know, in front of the camera. And then mm -hmm. I just would have a lot of – I would do talent shows from there. Um, the first thing that my parents were like, wow, she can sing is I uh, sang the, na uh, the national anthems at a couple football games, and then I did a talent show, and I sang the Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow with Annie. And I dressed up right. as Annie with the red wig on and stuff like that. <sighs> So the love of music, I you know started very at a very young age, and I just would sing, yeah, like you said, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, in front of my mirror. I would run home from school and just always, always want to be singing. Um, so sure. that was my passion at a very young age. And of course, obviously, like you said, first of all, you're listening to music. Second of all, it's even more impressive. You know, here you are at age 14. All of a sudden, you're producing your first demo CD. Yes. Yeah, I actually, um, um, yeah, I just, um, I started an album, I have 10 songs, my first album, I would come home from school, and I would rush home, and I would, um, you know, go to the studio, and we recorded a couple songs from, you know, my journal, things that I, I saw at school, or things that I was going through, and stuff like that, so 
Yeah, I, I recorded um, at like age 14, I recorded my first demo CD. Okay, I gotcha. And now, of course, with being at the age 14 as compared to where you are right now, and this is one of the things I wanted to ask about. Obviously, you change things in terms of how you do things, writing your songs, presence, just your sound, the whole bit. When, when you were first learning this at such a youthful age, was someone mentoring you or were you being professionally taught or was this something that kind of came to you and it was more of a self-taught thing? Well, um, and you know, I had vocal lessons, um, vocal lessons that would, you know, help my voice and um, things like that. But it's weird because my image changed completely. At 14, you know, you're kind of like just trying things out, different styles, different images. And, you know, at, at my age now and who I am now, I, you know, I am. And, um, yeah, but you learn on the way and you try different things. You try different sounds. You try different types of music. And you know you work with different kind of producers and writers and stuff like that. And on the on the way, you uh, learn from that. Okay. Was it ever your intention? Do you think? Because I know, obviously, of course, that you've written songs, you've also performed songs, performed on stage. Musically speaking, in terms of instruments, etc. Do you think that's something we're going to find you into, or are you just not talented in that particular realm? I mean, I do love the piano and the guitar. Um, you know, those things I love, um, especially when I do acoustic settings with um, the guitarist Al. If you go on my YouTube, I do a couple songs with him. I mean, it would be very, very cool to learn for sure. I would definitely be interested in that. Um, but right mm-hmm. now I'm just kind of in the studio. I have uh, dance once a week, so stuff like that. But, no, that would be that would be awesome. Okay, got it. So we might see this somewhere enveloping down the road. Yeah. I kind of want to – I'd like to step back a little bit. Like we were talking about this red hair and all, obviously, you went ahead and you showcased your abilities while performing, as you said, in the production of Annie, where you're singing tomorrow. I question, being live on stage, has that assisted you now in terms of your stage performances? Um, Meaning, obviously, you were 10 back then, you're 23 now. Um, Right, right. How did that help you? It does. The more you do it, the more you get on stage, the more comfortable you feel. Obviously, when you walk on the stage, you're going to have a little bit of nerves. That's natural. Um, But Mm -hmm. through all these years performing for people and um, getting myself up there playing my music, um, you know, it's it's good that you keep going up there and performing. And now, you know, I still get nervous when I go on stage, but it definitely helped me at a young age, starting very young. Okay. I've got you. I was, that was going to be my next question, actually, because I know I get what I call radio fright, which is it's five minutes before an interview, and I'm going to jack and throw up and be like, oh, my God, I can't talk to this person. <laughs> Do you find yourself um, even maybe not necessarily younger because you're younger, so it's a little easier and things kind of fly through. Even now at this age, do you find that you're still suffering from that quote-unquote stage fright or just that moment where you've, you're frightened that oh, the words aren't going to come, I can't produce something? Yes, yes for sure. Yeah, for sure, because, you know, before you go on stage, you have so many thoughts. You're like, oh, I hope I don't forget the words. I hope I remember this. I hope I remember that. And then once I'm on stage, uh, I'm into the song. I'm, like, doing what I love to do, and I'm very, very comfortable on stage. But for sure, I get, I get, um, you know, I get that, you know, scared before interviews or, you know, going on stage. So I definitely feel the same way. Have you found anything or any kind of means or methods whereby – whether it's talking to someone, whatever. How do you, how do you get over that? What what do you do? I mean, you know, I always like a couple seconds before the show, I'm like I'm nervous, and you know, you just have to calm yourself down, know that you're going to do a great job, and everything's going to work out, and you go on stage, and then I lose it. Once I'm on stage, and a couple of seconds into the song, 
you know, I'm very comfortable on stage, and um, it all kind of goes away, all the butterflies. Very well put. I'm going to have to remember that the next time I do a radio show or picture you in your <laughs> underwear. That didn't sound quite right, but <laughs> that's the usual stage thing, which is just remember everything is in their pajamas and underwear, so we'll have to see how it yes. goes. Um, yes. Now, as we had previously noted and talked about, I know your first CD was completed when you were at age 14. Now, yes. since you were somewhat of a relative unknown at that point in time, did you find your project to be much harder to sell or less successful because of that? Um. Well, that's when MySpace was huge. Um, so I had all my songs on my MySpace page. I had a lot, a lot of followers. Um, so I actually, it sold pretty well, that first album, that demo I did. And um, okay. all those all those albums that I sold, the proceeds went to the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Right. Because I wanted right. to give back. And, um, you know, I love music, and I wanted to give back to the less unfortunate. So I, I did that um, with that album. Sure. Um, if I were to ask you, if you had one particular piece that was your favorite off of that particular release, your demo, what would it be and why? Um, I would have to say my favorite song on that album would be, it's called Free Myself, and actually that was the name on the album. Um, Free Myself, I wrote this song, um, I actually, it was actually right from my journal. Um, it was about your first love, your first relationship. You know, so growing up, you have your first boyfriend and you know, you you think like, oh, he's the one, it's the boyfriend. But everyone goes through that, and you have a, a relationship. So so that was based on, you know, freeing myself from him and moving on. And um, I felt like that was very close to me because I went through that, you know, at a young age. And um, sure. every girl can relate to that because they always feel like, oh, this is my first love and all that kind of stuff. And, um, right. you know, it's heartbroken at a very young age as well. So I feel like that song really meant a lot to me, and um, it was called Free Myself. And it was just saying, you know, free yourself and, you know, move on. You're young, and you're definitely going to find someone else. So, Gotcha. Very, very inspiring. I like that. That's one of the things I enjoy most about the music I've listened to you so far, amongst the other things Thank I'll tell you. Thank you so much. Inspiring. Carries a message. You know, there's something yes. that's out there, and it's, you know, it's fun to listen to pop music, but it's like you'd like to hear a little something, and I like the messages that are coming through, and they're Thank coming through so very much. well, loudly and clearly. Of course. Yeah. Thank um, you. When you're young, like you were, obviously, starting out, do you find now that you're much older and more mature, uh, have you noticed in terms of, this is just vocally speaking, has your pitch or your range, has it been altered at all? I mean, do you hear a clear difference when you go back and listen to some of the older stuff as compared to now? Well, my def my voice definitely got more mature, for sure. Um, you know, I definitely have the sounds. I feel like when you put in uh, my CD or you hear me, I definitely think I have this um, this sound that everyone knows that it's me. Um, mm -hmm. but, but my voice didn't change, you know, very much. It stayed the same. There's definitely like little things that changed, um, throughout time, uh, for vote from vocally training and for getting my strong, my, uh, my voice strong. And, um, but I, I, I don't think it changed uh, that much. Okay. And do you find yourself um, in the back of your mind thinking to yourself, I know you've done vocal coaching before, obviously. Is yeah. this something that you think you may want to continue on as time goes along or do further musical education for yourself? Um, no, it's very it's very good to uh, make sure you warm up every day. The vocal, vocal lessons are very, very important um, to keep doing that because it strengthens your voice. And um, before you go on stage or anything like that, you should definitely warm up for you know, a half hour and just do the vocals that they told you to do because it definitely, you know, makes your voice strong and helps you 
through everything. Um, yeah, so I would definitely, I definitely would continue that. Um, right now, I was in the studio and stuff like that. I stopped, but I definitely continue that um, every day. I do my vocal lessons. Um, you know, to keep okay. my voice strong. It's very important. Definitely. And, of course, obviously, like I'm sure you're going to tell most people, especially if they're thinking or considering the singing aspect, so many musicians come on here, and I think to myself, I haven't asked that question. It's not even just training your voice, too. It's also taking care of it. Are there certain yes. practices that you keep in terms of um, naturally, herbally, otherwise, just how do you preserve your voice so well? I mean, I drink a lot of water. I think that's very important. I drink um, room temperature water. Um, and I just, um, you know, I just do the vocal lessons and because that's very important. And I just drink a lot of fluids and, um, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's pretty uh, simple. <laughs> just drink okay. a lot of fluids so to make sure that you follow what they told you to do for your voice. Sure. And then when Valerie grows up and gets to be, you know, 30, 40 years old, and she's out in a diva and all this, and all of a sudden that list is going to go A-long. It's going to be like, I want this, I want this, I want this. It usually <laughs> tends to happen, unfortunately, you know. Um, you know, fortunately for us, you did that CD release, Free Myself, of course, which means you yeah. were continuing to chase the dream that you had, and that became a reality in the form of that CD. Just a fun fact for those that are listening, that CD sold at least 160000 or as far as downloads, over 160000 to where you had prefaced, of course, that you elected to donate those proceeds. I cannot talk today. Okay. Thank you, Children's Hospital. Proceeds, all the proceeds going to that hospital, which I was just speechless when I discovered such a young lady chose such a thankless act, which I, I just, I'm just in awe of that. So first off, um, would I gather that this charity is particularly dear for you for a specified reason, or how did you come about wanting to do St. Jude's as compared to someone else? Well, I just love children. Um, they're amazing. They put smiles on my faces. You know, they're just so hmm. cute and stuff, and I wanted to give back, and I thought um, St. Jude's was a perfect thing to give back to, um, you know, because I love children so much, and I wanted to get back, and I okay. thought St. Jude's was the perfect um, the perfect place to do that. Good choice. Very good choice, I have to say. I've heard some very, very good things about them and the work that they do. And, you know, you opting and choosing that, it just blows me away. That's all I can say. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it was nice. Sure. Now, do you have intentions maybe in your own mind of developing events, maybe from a philanthropic standpoint that will feature your involvement at some point, or is that in the works right now? Will you work with other charities, do your own events? Do you see this happening? Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, once I start performing and stuff like that, I'm definitely getting involved in all those charities. Um, you know, I love I love giving back as much as I can and helping out other people. Um, you know, if it's animal rights or if it's children or anything like that, I do. I'm definitely going to be involved in all of that kind of stuff because, like I said, I love giving back, you know, to others. Understandable, of course, obviously. Now, just out of curiosity, I don't know if um, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, I always like to preface this when people are on my show. Do you happen to know if there's people out there that are listening that have any inclination whatsoever to volunteer or do something relative to St. Jude's, what would your recommendation be in terms of getting involved with them? I mean, even if it's $5, anything helps. Um, you can mm -hmm. go right on their website. I know that they um, you could sign up and um, they send you something and you can send them money through mail. Um, or if you could okay. just log on to their, um, you know, on their website and you could find out where to send them money or any ways that you can help out. Um, so I would, def I would definitely, definitely uh, check into that for, um, okay. you know, to help them. 
Definitely, and certainly I'm sure that St. Jude's Children's Hospital, which I will go ahead and preface and say that I'll take a look and see if I can find the link, and I'll go ahead and once we're finished with the interview, post that up as well. So anybody that's listening out there, definitely do, do, you know, it takes five minutes to get $5. I guess that's my opinion, and, you know, let's try to drive the point home and help for the charity, of course. Um, Yes, please help. Now, I know that you have clearly stated that you're hopeful that your songs will do two things, which will aid others to be who they are, being, meaning be who they want to be, and to discover more confidence in themselves. So tell us, why exactly is that a priority for you? Why does that matter? I just think it's so important um, from my music. Um, for, people can, for people to relate to my music, um, I, I come up with concepts. So I'll come up with something that I'm feeling that day or, or anything like that or what my friends are feeling or if they're hurt or or anything that's going through, you know, what's going on with them, I try and write a song about it so other girls or, you know, anyone can relate to it. If it has to do with relationships, love, you know, believing in yourself, um, things like that. I want to be able to have people, you know, relate to the music and um, just, just um, they can hear it and feel confidence throughout my music. And it makes them feel better, too, because whatever they're feeling at that moment, I want them to be able to hear my song and be like, oh, wow, I can get through this. This is just a relationship. I can do this. So I think it's very important through my music that I can do that for, you know, others. Certainly. Makes 100% sense. Now, have there been artists out there, meaning musicians, that you yourself have felt those same emotions or they've done that for you and moved you in such a way like you'd like to do to others? Yes, for sure. Um couple songs that Christina Aguilera did. You know, um, I love Christina Aguilera. Ever since I was mm-hmm. a little girl, I listened to her. Um, when she first mm-hmm. came out with Jeannie in the Bottle, I was a fan. Um, I followed her. I just think she, her music speaks for herself. I think that gr- young girls can relate to uh, her. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, her lyrics come across that you can be confident, you can move on. It's just very strong, her lyrics. And then I grew up with Britney Spears, you know, Jessica Simpson, just just um, their music as well. So, yes, it definitely, uh, you know, got me through other things. I remember listening to um, Kelly Clarkson and being like, wow, she wrote about relationships, and, you know, that was definitely her first, uh, her second CD really helped me get through things as well. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And, you know, as I was listening to your music today, one of the things that kind of resonated for me was, to me it definitely sounds like it's got that, that pop feel to it. So I thought to myself, do you wish to be classified as a pop artist or do you find that you're going to be creating your own genre or where would you like to stand or where would you like people to say, this is what Valerie does? Um, well, for me, I knew at a young age I wanted to be a pop artist. Um, that's okay. what I, you know, that's what I want. I'm a pop artist. Um, you know, in the future, they cross over now into country, to R&B. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do everything. Um, it would be fun to, you know, try every um, genre. But right now, it's it's pop music for me. Okay. Now, I know that it's also been noted that in the past you have written your own songs. So if you could do a breakdown for me in terms of, obviously, we know that you sing. But two things. First of all, is your forte more so to be singing the songs and not composing them? Or do you find that you want it to be a complete 50-50 mix somewhere down the road? Um, well, what I do is... Um, 
I have a journal and I'll, you know, whatever I'm feeling that day or whatever I see around me is going on, I definitely write my journal. And then I collab with the other writers or producers. I collab and see what how they feel on it. So it's kind of a collaboration between me and the writer or me, as the, me or the producer. It's kind of like a whole kind of group thing. So I'll kind of come up with my ideas and, you know, tell them how I'm feeling that day. And then we'll collab from there and me and the writer will work together on you know on the song okay i've got it now do you find that and i like to talk about this a lot of times because i myself am an author i always like to ask other composers or individuals that um write your process meaning mine i have to have soft music on i have to do this i have to do that Uh, what is your process or do you have a process as it relates to you know location special pen where do you do this kind of get us into the mindset of how you create these things um, well, it depends. I can be in L.A. Um, I recorded a couple of my songs in L.A. I recorded a couple of my songs in um, New York City. Um, actually, from my own house, a couple songs. Oh. I mean, yeah. Um, just, you know, to feel comfortable. It's important to feel comfortable. And um, sometimes I'll light some candles. I love doing that. Um, you know, like citrus candles or, or vanilla I like. But um, okay. that's kind of really it. You just have to feel comfortable in where you are and that you're, you know, with great people. And, um, you know, it's fun. But I would say sure. it doesn't, yeah. Question for you, because it just occurred to me, of course, obviously you've done these different two different CDs that you've done so far. Is the good majority of what we have out there on those compilations things that you've written primarily? Uh, or has it always just been combination work? No, actually, there's, a, you know, like Free Myself was basically more me. Um, it was um, at a young age, um, what I was feeling. So there was actually a couple songs on there that, you know, I wrote and then, um, you know, help from other writers. But it's just collaborating with them and kind of feeding off each other and seeing what we both, you know, come up with. So it's either uh, me and him or um, me, him or her or whatever and, you know, myself, so. Okay, got it. Now, just out of curiosity, and i got to ask this, because the writers that I know, well, some do this. There are some that say that they are absolutely motivated by their addiction, so to speak, meaning some have to smoke like a fiend or constantly drinking alcohol, things like that. Right. Have you ever been known to have a cocktail and then great one of the greatest songs of your life? Um, what was I mean, that stuff kind of not. Um, I kind of just, I just, it's kind of off more of adrenaline, um, kind of getting in the studio and kind of being really excited to get in the studio and seeing the song that that you wrote and stuff like that that you came up with or someone that was going through um, and you putting it together and seeing the song come to life. Um, it's mm-hmm. really, really cool. So it's, I think it's more of, you know, adrenaline and excited to share with other people um, something that you've been working on. Um, Definitely. So that's kind of, you know, what I what I do. Okay. Now, before we start to talk a little bit more in depth about um, your music, I wanted to have a discussion um, about one opportunity that I know that you have been offered, which is um, acting as the new face of the clothing line, Mixology. Um, as I like to call it, or as I preface it, can you give us the how, when, what, and why's of it? Meaning, how does yeah, that sh- explain to us the whole bit? Well, actually, Mixology... Um I, w- I went in there one day, and I really, really loved their store. I loved their clothing. I loved everything about it. So I went there a couple okay. times just to look and see what they had. And um, someone actually came up to me and um, 
they said, wow, like, I love your pink hair, your, you know, um, I love your look, um, what do you do? And I said, actually, I'm a, I'm a pop singer. And um, I showed them my website, um, and they listened to my music, and they fell in love with my music. They really, really, really mm-hmm. loved it. They can relate to it. They played it in their stores. And then they said, we're doing this campaign. Um, we would love you to be a part of it. So I'm like, wow, this mm-hmm. is so awesome. I would love to be a part of it. So um, we shot pictures in their clothing at like a bowling alley, um, you know, at Nathan's hot dog, me eating pink ice cream. So, so it was sure. really, really fun. And I was in their clothing, and I and I love that. Um, <laughs> and it was just a really, really fun experience. And then I was on their website. Um, they played my music. So it, it was it was really it was a really cool thing. Sure, I imagine so, definitely. And just to preface to other individuals who might not be familiar with mixology at all, because I know that they're not based solely in one place, so I know that others can have access to shopping, actually shopping online as well. What sort of things can we expect to see off of a place like that? What Do you know what they happen to specialize in in terms of clothing-wise? What makes them different? Why should we shop there, I guess, basically? Um, well, they have, you know, they have different kind of things. Um, the store is definitely you know, mixed with all different things, with colors, with, um, you know, dresses, um, cookie tops, uh, lace tops. It's it's has a couple of things that are more, um, it kind of looks more like L.A., kind of very laid-back look. Um, it's It has a lot of dresses and stuff, skirts. Um, but I love their labels. Motel Rocks is one of their um, clothing lines that they carry that I really, really love um, personally. Um, that's one of my favorite clothing lines. So it, it's cool just to go on their website or go to their store and just check it out because they definitely have really, really cool items. Awesome. And, of course, Cindy will be posting Mixology up on the website today too as well. <laughs> so you guys can go ahead and check it out and look. Any ideas <laughs> to when we, might, when we might see your poses as it relates to Mixology or where to find them? Um, well, it was on their website. Um, you can go on their website and um, on their Facebook. Um, they usually put it up, you know, once they put it up for like two months straight, and then they just have, uh, you know, new lines right now coming in because, um, you know, the summer's coming, and they had to um, put different clothing on. But if you go on their website, you would definitely see me on there. Okay. Absolutely wonderful. So, now, I have to say this much, Valerie. Your song titles are just most certainly out of the norm. <laughs> I mean, we've got Screwed, we've got Crawl, we've got I'm Not an yes. Angel. So yes. focusing, let's start first with the first two titles, of course. Now, am I to ascertain that your battle would stem from either emotional, or excuse me, emotion or personal experience or both? Um, I would say both. Yeah, okay. I would definitely say both. All right, I gotcha. And then maybe explain to the audience, just in case they haven't had a chance to hop on your website yet and listen to these two different songs, maybe tell the audience a little bit about both the Crawl song as well as the Screwed. Just tell them a little bit about it and what they can expect by listening to it. All right, well, if you go on my website, um, nicoletteofficial.com, I have three songs on there. I have I'm Not an Angel, Screwed, and Crawl. Um, Those three are actually my favorite songs that I've um, ever recorded um, because they mean the most to me. Um, I shot a music video for I'm Not an Angel, and Crawl is about, um, I actually recorded that in New York City. Um, I recorded that with Peter Zizzo. He actually came, you know, I've been talking to him, you know, back and forth, and he loved my sound, so 
he had this song, Crawl, that he knew I can relate to, and I listened to it, and I'm like, wow, you know, so many girls can relate to this song. I fell in love with it the first time I heard it. I was like, oh, my God, yes, I want to I wanna um, record this song. And um, so I recorded it, and I've been getting so many things that girls can relate to it. And, you know, it's just about crawling to me. You have to crawl. This guy messed up so many times, and now he wants you back. And you don't want to take him back. You want him to work for it. You want him to literally crawl for you and beg for you back because he hurt you so many times. And, um, you know, you're not going to take that because you're a strong-willed woman. And um, you you don't want to take that. So you literally want him to crawl to you back. So kind of that's what crawl is. It's more of a, um, you know, you kind of take you you take charge. Um, instead of the boys always taking charge you take charge so i thought that was a really cool message um and screwed is that you know you can get screwed over so many times by so many guys and they break your heart and um you just you you know you just don't want that to happen and you know you know what he's doing to you you know that he's trying to screw you over in so many ways and you know that he does that to you and you know it's not good but you're aware of it but um you like him so much that you can't get enough of it so um, you're like, oh, I know that I'm going to be, you know, I know I'm going to get screwed over. I know that he's going to break my heart again, but it's so hard mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I, I like him so much. Whisper on my ear, come a little closer. Mm-hmm. That's part of the lyric. And, you know, it's hard because you like him so much and you know what he's going to do to you, but you kind of just have to see where it goes from there. So that's kind of where they're, where uh, those songs are about, but it's very... Um, girls can relate to it, and I feel like it's very um, powerful, those lyrics, and I just want girls to relate to it and that help them get through things that they're going, you know, going on with them. Right, certainly, and it's refreshing, obviously, to see that, you know, you're interested in having that relatability factor. I think some of these songs are, are much more successful when a girl or a man or anybody turns it on and says, Yeah, anybody hey, can relate to them. Exactly, and it's just kind of like it's a neat thing. You know, once you connect with that, I think that's nice. Are you going to continue with that same vernacular and kind of coming up with the songs or the message? Do you find that as you're going along here now? Kind of what are we going to be able to see now that these singles have come out? What's for the future? I mean, what do you think you might want to compose or put together in the future, musically speaking? Yeah, definitely more of these kind of types of songs. Um, Things that really come from me or what I see, you know, I want girls to definitely relate to them and see what they're going through. And, and I want girls to um, hear these songs, and I want them to to feel good about themselves and empower women that it's very important, um, you know, for or anyone, uh, for instance, you want them to relate to the music. And I want to keep making these kind of songs about relationships, about, um, you know, never giving up on anything that you love to do. Um, you know, it's important, um, things like that, just positive messages that I'm going to continue, um, you know, to come across. And things, having fun, um, I want to write things. You could just go out with your girls and you're going to have a great time. Mm. So things like that. It's all about having fun and being positive and just helping others out. Definitely, and I wholeheartedly advocate that, actually. You know, and listening to your music, and this is just my own personal reflection because I happen to be listening to it, and I thought to myself, you sing it in such a way where you don't sound like you're younger. You sound like you're more mature and older. So I can see where your where your tone has changed a little bit. Not to yeah. mention the fact it's got a really good pop sound to it. So I could you know I could be walking through my house, which is what I was doing, listening to this music. And it's surprising that you had said some of the individuals that you listen to because the first person that popped in my head when I heard your voice 
was Britney. That was like the first thing I thought of. I'm like, Britney Spears. I can hear, you're not identical to her, but, the, but that sound, somewhat of right, her, right. some of her sound resonates in what you bring out. So that's a hell of a thing. I, I'm really impressed because I'm like, yeah, who gets compared to Britney Spears, right? I mean, it's kind of difficult. So I oh, like it. Thank Definitely you. Good sound. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, I know that obviously, of course, I'm Not an Angel is your very first attempt at shooting an actual music video. Um, first, typically, do you find that artists themselves, the musicians, do you plan the production as it relates to, like, theme, location, et cetera, or how does that all work for those that aren't involved with that? Um, well, what happened was um, I'm Not an Angel. I really liked um, the concept of the song, and this guy actually, Maximo, um, his his company is called Dope Films. Um, he actually came across and he loved, loved I'm Not an Angel. Um, we talked okay. further. He's, you know, a videographer, and he said, I really want to make a video to I'm Not an Angel. And I said, wow, this would be a great idea. Um, so I found the location, um, and I thought it would be perfect for it. It was just, you know, someone's house, like a pool house. And I came up with the concepts of the three outfits that I wore, the black and white outfit, mm-hmm. um, the shorts with the pink top, and then the tutu outfit. So that was all in me. But um, we kind of worked together, and we listened to the song. And, um, you know, a couple times, a lot of times we listened to that song. We wanted to see what we wanted to, um, the audience to see in this song, what the point of the uh, song was. And so we listened to it a couple times, and we came up with the concept how there's a boyfriend, and, um, you know, you're dancing with all your friends, having a good time, and, you know, you're going to make a mistake if you, you know, you're talking to another guy, or you're not, you know, you're just being, having fun. You're not really thinking about him at that second. You just want to have a good time with your friends, and then he sees you and he gets jealous because everyone can relate to that. Everyone has something, you're having fun, and then your boyfriend sees something and he gets jealous. Meanwhile, it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, you know, I was dancing with this guy. He comes in, he sees me dancing with this guy, and he gets all upset. He walks out, and I kind of follow him. And, you know, we have a little argument outside, and then he, I run to the bathroom because I'm upset, and he kind of follows me. And um, at the end, we make up. So it's like that cutesy relationship that every girl can relate to, that they go through it. So I wanted something um, that, you know, girls can relate to. So we we shot the music video, and it went really, really well. And it's out now on YouTube. Um, You can check it out at Nicolette, um, you know, Nicolette Sings. So Mm YouTube.com, Nicolette Sings, and I'm Not an Angel out there. Gotcha. Wonderful. Did you find that experience as far as to sh- as far as just shooting the video? Was that fun for you, or was it in ways somewhat tedious because of the shooting schedule, et cetera? What was that like? No, I loved it. Um, we actually woke up. Uh, I woke up at like 5 o'clock that morning to start doing my hair and makeup. Um, I got my hair done, and then uh, the makeup artist came, um, and then we started it um, like at 8, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and um, it was just the best day. Um, I just felt so, you know, you you make this song and you record this song and seeing it all come to life is so mm-hmm. cool. And um, that day was amazing. I had so many, so much support that day from friends and from families and uh, from clothing lines that helped me make outfits as well. Um, a shout out to um, Colada and um, all those kind of places. They made my earrings. Um, and just stuff like that. It was a really, really fun, um, fun day. 
So I enjoyed it. That's cool. Very, very cool. Now, um, my last question to you, of course, before we kind of get through the particulars of the show. Um, First of all, I was on your Instagram, and I see that you had Marilyn Monroe on there. So are you impressed by her and inspired by her in some way? Yeah, I definitely... um, I definitely try to find quotes on her. I think that she was a strong woman, and I like the message that she, um, you know, that she she put out there. I think that it's a positive message, and I really, really, really love that. Um, so I try mm-hmm. to find quotes from her all the time. I I do that once in a while, like the secret quotes or or Marilyn Monroe, whatever you know is positive. Mm-hmm. I definitely like putting that up for you know other people to see that too. Um, I think that's important. Um, to show how I feel that other people can see, and um, it's just a positive message. Definitely. I would agree. And we would get along amazingly well because I post her about 12 times a day on my own page, so I totally (laughs) know what that is. She's a major icon in this household, definitely. But, you know, a lot of times musicians, you know, most people tend to look at musicians and think they don't have a regular life or regular inspirations. Or Tell us, um, if we took the musician side outside of you for a minute and said, okay, here's a person here, tell us what the average musician's life is like, like in, for instance, your case. What's a typical day if you have such a thing for you? And, you know, what do you enjoy? What do you normally do? Right. Um, well, what I enjoy, I love love going to uh, the gym. I love um, working out. Um, it, just, it's, it just is nice um, to work out. You clear your head. And um, it's just nice to do that. So I try to do that um, four or five times a week. Um, I love hanging out with my family. Um, They're very supportive, so I do that. And then all my friends, uh, me and my girls, we'll go shopping. We'll do lunch. Um, You know, we'll just have fun. Um, We'll be driving. We'll be singing in the car, you know, being goofballs. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like what I like, Um, just having fun. I think that's very important. And that's kind of what I do. Okay. Now, from the musician side of things, on a typical basis, does that occupy uh, at least a good portion of your day, or how do you squeeze everything in, I guess? Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, I wake up, I go to the gym, um, I take dance lessons, so I do dance in the city um, with this amazing choreographer. His name's Josh. Um, So I do that, and then when I'm home, I I practice the dance moves, um, you know, with me performing kind of in the room by myself. Um, like there's an audience there. Um, okay. And then I do the vocal lessons. Um, you know, I, I go in the city a lot for meetings. I have meetings. Um, I'm always writing in my journal, you know, going to the studio, working with different kind of producers. Um, so a mu- a music is, you know, a huge part of my day every day. Okay, I've got it. Now, I guess the question being is, and this is very serious because I know at least one person asked me this question today. Is she single or is she taken? Single. Yeah. Oh, single. my God. Get yeah. out of here. She's smart. Yeah. She's beautiful. And she's talented. Why are you single? Maybe because you're 23. Uh, I don't thank know. You. Why are you Because single? right now I'm focused on my music, kind of, you know, I'm, that's kind of the direction I'm in at this at this um, point. So, you know, okay. music is kind of my relationship for now. Sure, perfectly understandable. And you know what? Sometimes people need to do that and step back from those things for a little while to kind of focus on what's important. And obviously you truly, I'm hearing this is really something that's important to you and you enjoy doing, which is very important, obviously. Um, I want to make sure to cover all these first and foremost before we quick wrap up things here. Um, Just to let everybody know, obviously you're on Facebook, and that is Nicolette. And just to make sure you guys don't screw this up, it's N-I-C-O-L-L-E. 
E-T-T-E, which is a little different spelling, I noticed, than most people. So it's Nicolette Official, actually. On Twitter, your handle is at Nicolette Sings. Yes. As you mentioned, your YouTube channel, same preface, which is Nicolette Sings. I know that you can be found on MySpace. You have an Instagram account. I know that you are on SoundCloud. Are there any other ways, social media-wise, for people to reach you? Um, if you go right on my website, NicoletteOfficial.com, two L's, two P's. That was right. In the okay. right corner, there's my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook page. Um, so all my links are right on that website. So it's easy enough. You just click on it, and then you can see um, all my social uh, media from right there. Okay, absolutely wonderful. Good. Well, now we've reached that point in time just to let you know and, and to let your fans know and individuals that listen to this today, if anybody was unable to listen to the live version, afterwards, I'd say within the next half an hour, if everybody goes to Blog Talk Radio, and I'll post this up, of course, afterwards, you can go back at any point in time all year round to listen to our interview. I'm also going to pencil in your um, recorded music into this for some reason, I can't get it uploaded right now, but I'm going to put your song onto your interview so at the end everybody can listen to it, and we're hoping to get it pushed out to YouTube so that this way then yes. everybody gets a chance to awesome. listen to your music. Yeah. That would be lovely, absolutely lovely. So there's two <laughs> things I you. want to tell you. First of all, I would be very, very upset if you don't come back to my show. I'm always a firm advocate of if you want something pumped or promoted or if you want to just spend some time chit-chatting, you must come back to the show because yes, I have for a good sure. feeling. I had a great time. Definitely yes. a good feeling. For sure. Yes. Now, the last thing we're going to end up with, which is the thing I always do the most on my show, it's always called the 30 seconds. This is my last 30 seconds to be able to tell Valerie what I think of her. <laughs> I usually have enough time to assess you, and now I'm like, all right, well, let's just tell her what I think. So these are just my 30-second thoughts to you and to the audience about what I think of you. Um, it kind of goes without saying and looking at your picture. Clearly, you radiate just this physical beauty. You're just absolutely gorgeous for a young woman. You are um, presented yourself in such a respectful manner. In fact, you're not running around and I'm not a huge advocate because I'm old. I'm like 43, so I'm not an advocate of the singers and dancers that are out there that are running around half naked and kind of just, you know, they're showing off their physicality to be able to have a success as it relates to a musical career. You most certainly don't do that. You have got style. You've got some class. You've got a voice that just I would listen to through the house. I would have my kids listen to it, you know, because I have younger children, of course, you're professional, you're mature, you're intelligent, you're just, you're a doll. That's all I can say. Aw, thank you so much. You're oh, so you're sweet. quite thank welcome. Thank you so, so much. That's, that is my job, and I just want you to know that this is exactly what we think. And like I said, certainly, make sure that you please come back and visit our show. And, and thanks. I don't want to forget to thank Michelle McGee, one of my very dear friends and PR people. Thank you so much for hooking the two of us together, because without her, there wouldn't be an us right now. Yes, for sure. Definitely. Great. Well, mm -hmm. I will let you get back to your day. Honey, you have a wonderful day, and we'll be talking soon, hopefully. All right. Thank you so much for having me, and it was amazing All talking to right, you. You too, All right. I'll Take talk care. to you soon. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye. -bye. bye. All right, folks, that was my exclusive interview with Valerie. What an absolute gem she was, right? I mean, she's talented, smart, beautiful. I just I can't say enough about those New York girls. That's all I can say. Um, I wanted to brush through once again to try to remind you all of the means and ways that you can get in contact with her. As I mentioned before, she is on Twitter, which is N-I-C-O-L-L-E-T-T-E things. That also happens to be the same name for her YouTube channel, where you can check out her music video as well as her music. She is on Facebook, which is actually Nicolette Official, so that you can find her there. She also has SoundCloud, or she can be found on SoundCloud, I should say. Also has a MySpace account, and in addition to which, 
go ahead and check out her photos on Instagram because they're actually kind of cool, like I had said. I just want to make sure that everybody knows that I will be posting all of that information on my Facebook page, obviously, as well as on my show page after this interview is done and completed. So, again, thank you so much to Valerie um, because she came out to the show today, and we always appreciate that. I'll also post up her website information because this contains everything on her, biographical information, music, where she came from, where she's going, all of her social contacts. So definitely go ahead and make sure you check all of that out. Do not want to forget to mention as a last side note for the rest of the week, um, tomorrow I'm going to be on our sister station, which is Sam Crow Radio. And tomorrow afternoon I'll be hosting Tommy Gunn, who is obviously not only on Sons of Anarchy, but has also been featured in shows such as The Mentalist and NCIS. So make it a point to come and tune in on that tomorrow, Tuesday afternoon, Sam Crow Radio. And that's blogtalkradio.com backslash and it's all one word, Sam Crow Radio, which is S-A-M-C-R-O-R-A-D-I-O. Wednesday I'm going to be off as it relates to taking care of my children. So then Thursday we're going to be hosting my sister, which I'm so proud to talk about, Miss D. Landers. She's going to come on the show and talk about her experiences, not only with helping and mentoring and volunteering, but also her significant accomplishments as it relates to being an author. So I'm excited to announce she'll be on Sin's Chat Corner 1 o'clock this coming Thursday. And then for Friday, it's to be announced. I think it's going to be one of those special guests, which I can't talk about yet, so we'll leave it to mystery for you. So again, thank you so very much to everyone that listened to the show today. Um, please, please make it a point to pass it along to everybody. blogtalkradio.com backslash Sin's, that's C-I-N-S hyphen chat hyphen corner. You guys all enjoy your day today, and we look forward to talking to you tomorrow on Sam Crow Radio. Thank you.